This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the State Department has launched a Bureau of Global Health to combat the spread of HIV-AIDS. Airmen stuck overseas due to lack of government money, three weeks later, have the funding. And top employees at the Interior Department get their telework opportunities cut to 50%. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. As Congress settles into its August recess, investigations into a high-profile hack of government email accounts are heating up. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. The House Oversight and Accountability Committee is now probing the breaches of unclassified Microsoft email accounts at the Commerce Department and State Department. In letters sent yesterday to both agencies, the committee requested staff briefings by August 9th. The breaches occurred between May and June, but came to light just last month. Oregon Senator Ron Wyden has also called on several agencies to investigate Microsoft over what he called negligent cybersecurity practices in connection with the breach. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The IRS expects to issue faster tax returns once it goes paperless by 2025. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The IRS is planning to digitally process all the tax returns it receives by the 2025 filing season, as well as half of all paper-based tax correspondence. The agency will also start to digitize more than a billion archived documents, which will give taxpayers greater access to their records and will save the agency about $40 million in annual storage costs. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says the IRS will eliminate up to 200 million pieces of paper annually, cut processing times in half, and expedite tax refunds by several weeks. This paperless processing initiative is the key that unlocks other customer service improvements. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. An agency CIO is on the move, heading out of the technology community. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. Nagesh Rowe, the Bureau of Industry and Security Chief Information Officer, joined another Commerce Department bureau. He started earlier this week as the Deputy Director of the Manufacturing Extension Program at the National Institute of Standards and Technology. In that role, Roe will help manage the public-private partnership, which invests in innovative manufacturing efforts among companies and helps ensure U.S. competitiveness globally. He was the BIS CIO for three years, coming over from the Small Business Administration. As CIO, Roe focused on the modernization of BIS systems, including moving applications to the cloud. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The White House took the first step to change the federal acquisition regulations that would require agencies to procure sustainable products and services to the maximum extent possible. A new proposed rule by the Federal Acquisition Regulations Council centers on new requirements for agencies to follow EPA's recommendations of specifications, standards, and eco-labels for federal purchasing. These standards provide recommendations across 34 purchase categories for use of 40 standards and labels, including EPA's Energy Star, Safer Choice, and WaterSense programs. Comments on the proposed rule are due by October 3rd. Starting September 10th, all telework-eligible senior executives, supervisors, and managers at the Interior Department 
will have to report in person at least 50% of the time. The department is one of the latest agencies to announce return-to-office changes in response to a White House memo this spring. Interior is additionally sunsetting its pilot remote work program for senior executives, senior leaders, and senior technical and professional employees. At the same time, non-supervisory telework-eligible employees will remain on their current schedule, reporting to the office at least two days per two-week pay period. More young candidates may soon be eligible for paid internships through the Pathways program. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The Office of Personnel Management plans to revise regulations for the decade-old early career program, which offers paid opportunities but is often reserved for those with graduate degrees. OPM Deputy Director Rob Shriver says new proposed regulations coming later this summer will look to expand eligibility to those in trade schools, community colleges, and more. The plans are part of larger efforts from the Biden administration to hire tens of thousands of federal interns while offering more paid opportunities as well. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Airmen waiting to be moved back to the U.S. from overseas may finally see an end to the delays due to lack of money. The Air Force says Congress gave it additional funding for its overseas personnel moves. Airmen scheduled to move back to the U.S. between October and December will have to extend until January to March to make their moves. Service members impacted by the extension can now file a request for an exception. The Air Force announced the delays three weeks ago. Could intelligence analysts safely use chat GPT or other large language models? The Intelligence Advanced Research Projects Agency aims to find out. IARPA released a request for information this week on that very question. Large language models have taken the world by storm due to their human-like interactive abilities. But IARPA says the technology has also exhibited erroneous and potentially harmful behavior. The agency wants feedback to help characterize the vulnerabilities and threats associated with large language models. Responses are due to IARPA by August 21st. A new report due out in September could end a stalemate over extending Federal Communications Commission spectrum auctions. Congressional authority to hold the auctions expired in March. The Defense Department wants to keep control of some parts of the spectrum it says it needs for national security. A study done by DOD and the National Telecommunications and Information Administration is expected to clarify the security risks and capabilities of bandwidth between 3.1 and 3.45 gigahertz. Congressional leaders say they'll consider extending the auction authority after the report is made public. The State Department is elevating public health as part of its diplomatic and national security mission as it launches a new Bureau of Global Health Security and Diplomacy. Among its duties, the new bureau will lead U.S. efforts to prevent the spread of HIV-AIDS and will build on lessons learned from the COVID-19 pandemic. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is appointing Ambassador-at-Large John N. Kengasong to lead the Bureau. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, August 3rd, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 